Hi, and welcome to episode 126 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe recipe collector. (laughs) Say that three times fast. Always thinking about my next meal. I'm thinking about breakfast right now because summertime, we're kind of doing this in the mornings, which has been fun, but I get hungry. (laughs) And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal of this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. Here's how it works. Every week, we have three recipes that we cook and review from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I can find a recipe online. We have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list I make every week on our website at nursisters.com. You can also get everything sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening. This week's recipes were reverse marinated chicken on the grill by Kate. You wrote this one. Sure did. Chicken wings in a sal by Paula Sang. Hanoi and authentic tandoori chicken at kitchen at Hoskins chicken on the grill summertime staple Betsy for the Schultzes in Wisconsin mm-hmm. I feel like it's actually one word chicken on the grill right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're not grilling together this year but I thought it'd be fun to gather together a few recipes to just you know celebrate our tradition and, and virtually have chicken on the grill together yeah I thought this is a really fun idea and you came up with some really interesting recipes here that took chicken on the grill in a direction that I haven't gone before. So fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of tried to shake it up a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So First off, we have a reinterpretation of a Schultz classic, which is reverse marinated chicken on the grill. So our family chicken on the grill pros, we have done this for years. I think every, like everyone's manned the grill at one point or the other. And basically it's chicken thighs I don't think I've ever had a chicken breast on the grill. Have you? No. That, that would be. No. That would be weird. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> so chicken thighs, usually bone in, skin on chicken thighs on the grill, um, marinated in kind of herbs and oil. Um, actually, <laughs> Betsy, I did call up mom and I was like, hey, what do you usually do for chicken on the grill? And she was like, Kate, you know, I don't ever have a recipe for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> So I had to make my own, which was fun. So this recipe actually uses a reverse marination technique, which solves our problem, Betsy, of having to remember to marinate chicken, which. Three years later, Kate, almost three years of cooking. And we're both like, uh, a marinade. Uh." (laughs) This doesn't seem like a fun time. (laughs) Yeah, this is it's our it's our personal cross to bear, right? So to make this, use salt and pepper, a couple pounds of boneless, skinless chicken thighs, which is the reinterpretation here, right? So basically a pack you get at the grocery store. Sometimes it's eight, sometimes it's like a pound and 7.75 a pound. You know what I'm talking about. You salt and pepper that, set it aside. And then in a blender or food processor, you combine olive oil, lemon juice, some scallions, garlic, salt, pepper, and a couple big bunches of herbs, like the soft kinds. So like basil and oregano or mint and cilantro or like, you know, go out of the box, parsley and perea, whatever you've got that's not, you know, not a rosemary, not necessarily sage, maybe not even thyme, but those soft leafy um, herbs. In any case, blend that all up. 
and set it aside and then grill your chicken thighs over medium heat, uh, medium high heat, about five to six minutes per side. If you, you know, if you're unsure whether they're done, use a meat thermometer, 165 degrees, and then you pull them off the grill, let them sit for five minutes because you're going to need to slice them. After they've been sliced, you put them on um, just a sa- shallow serving platter, one that's got a bit of a lip because you're going to pour sauce over this, right? You don't want it to like go all over the place. So, and then you pour that herby oil that you just made all over the thighs. You leave it alone to soak in all the goodness for about 10 minutes and then serve. There you go. It's almost longer to tell you than it is to make it. How'd you mm-hmm. like it? <laughs> Kate, I really liked this one because I thought it was a nice way to get those kind of marinade flavors without the forethought, which is always our issue. So I appreciated this little technique here. Uh, Another thing, I thought my mini food processor, I've just been using the heck out of that this summer Mm -hmm. for all of these kind of marinades and especially for things when I'm wanting to buzz up my herbs into things. Yeah. So that I thought was super handy here. I used basil parsley and cilantro because that's kind of Mm. had some cilantro from the store and then basil and parsley from the garden i just loved how flexible this was it's delicious it's easy to get on the table it's mostly stuff you have in the house and especially in an herb garden just great oh thanks yeah such a summary recipe too i thought the update to the reverse marinade was super fun also Mm -hmm. because we hate to marinade um i use parsley and cilantro because that was the best i could find at the store um, my herb garden is, there's no herb garden this year. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> you had a great uh, one going last year. I did. I don't know, man. It's just, who knows what you get into mm-hmm. in these Corona mm-hmm. times and it's not been herbs. So, um, I wish I could have found decent basil because I was thinking, oh, you could like do a basil Italian flat leaf parsley Betsy and then like layer it in with tomatoes and then pour Ooh. the marinade all over everything. That'd be a nice like platter salad. Oh, and here we bar it back are at platter salads. Mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah. So, but I, you know, I always love chicken thighs in the grill. I think the reverse marinade actually kind of makes it a little fresher tasting. You get like a bit more of that flavor. And I have it, it's a higher ratio of acid, which I kind of liked it while it's tangy. And I'm going to try this with chicken breast next time, which James actually prefers. Um, but I agree with you. This is flexible. I think I'm going to be riffing on this all summer. Yeah. Love this, Kate. Five out of five. Good job. Gold star. (laughs) Okay. Next, we're doing chicken wings in a sal by Paula Sang Pinoy. So I'm telling you what, I went down an internet rabbit hole for this recipe. And I started off with, oh, I should, we should do grilled wings for chicken on the grill. That's delicious. But all the recipes were like super boring. It's like grill wings put in barbecue sauce. And I was like, Who cares? Um, And then I remembered a restaurant in Portland, Oregon called Pock Pock that is Thai and it makes amazing wings. Mm -hmm. But that recipe was deep fried. And I was like, well, darn it. And then I thought, oh, what else is like kind of like Southeast Asian adjacent? And I found that the Philippines make an amazing grilled wing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how we got here. Um, A little peek into... um, how that all happens, if you ever wanted to know. This is pretty typical, <laughs> how I find a recipe. <laughs> and this one's actually also pretty simple. You just marinate the wings in a, like a pound and a half of wings in ground back black pepper, cayenne pepper, ginger, garlic, sugar, vinegar, black brown sugar, I think it is, um, white vinegar, 7-Up, turmeric, and lemon juice for about five to eight hours. 
And then you grill the wings over medium heat while basting them with a butter, lemon, and a natto seed mixture. They are tangy, moist, and quick cooking wings that aren't really like any I've ever had. Betsy, how did everyone like the wings? Okay, I thought these were good. I did not pull back in the cayenne and my thought they were like a little bit spicy, but I'm telling you with everything going on here, I was not totally sure people would eat it any. I was just like, right. I don't know. I'm going all out in these because if <laughs> no one wants to eat it, then I'm going to be upset that I didn't really just do the, you know, like mm-hmm. do it all. Um, I agree. I loved this. Just tangy. I don't know. It had just kind of a cool, yeah. cool taste to them. I had a few things I wanted to talk about and yeah. get your uh, get your read on here. So I found the annatto seeds in my grocery store, but what if you can't? What would you? Yeah, is there so a replacement for that? Full disclosure: so annatto seeds, I'm sure, have a little bit of flavor. My understanding of them, and listeners may know more than I do, is that annatto mm-hmm. seeds are largely for color. Oh, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But I could I could be wrong. I'm not super familiar with them. So I just left it out because I couldn't find them. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. You know, so that was fine. Um, yeah. Okay. My second question is the recipe for the baste. It says to use margarine. Did you use margarine or did you just use butter? I used butter oh, because I, butter. I don't yeah. really stock margarine and I thought mm. this seems fine. I don't think this would be yeah. a particular um, issue. I was getting like a little bit of flare ups with my basting. Did, were, did you put like, fo- were you also flaring up? A little bit of flare ups. <laughs> a little bit of flare ups. I mean, you're putting like fat directly yeah. on the grill. <laughs> right. Um, also, the, I was grilling. This was like 100 degrees out in Providence. Ah. And I was like, people were looking at me like I was absolutely out of my mind. It was like in between a thunderstorm and then there was a pocket of time where it didn't <laughs> thunderstorm. So I'm in the wet ground. It's a hundred degrees and there's flare-ups like steamy. And I was yeah. like, you know what? It's, maybe this is what it's like in the Philippines. It's a fairly tropical yeah. country. <laughs> yeah. You got a really a great yeah, experience I mean, there. I just was like pretty careful with the basting once I had my first flare up. Yeah. I tried to be, but I thought, oh, I don't know if there's a better way here. It probably is just like be a thoughtful and attentive baster yeah or live life dangerously you know yeah just go crazy on there and Mm -hmm. then just finally which i think is a minor thing but uh, i use sprite kate instead of seven up (laughs) well living on the edge are you a coke or are you a pepsi person yeah i think so when i was researching this particular style of wings from the philippines Mm -hmm. there are several versions of this i chose this recipe because it was the it seemed like the most straightforward and it was clear um but there's also recipes that i saw that um have slightly different ingredients you know it's like versions of things right and they use a citrus called calamansi and i'm wondering if this like vinegar seven up lemon juice combo or that maybe the seven up lemon juice combo is intended to kind of mimic that particular juice in some ways. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about Filipino cuisine. If anyone does that's listener, I'd love to learn more. Um, And honestly, if you're a person who hasn't had Filipino food before guys, it's so delicious. And it all is all about this like vinegar, sweet, salty balance so like chicken adobo, if you've ever had that before, is like chicken cooked in vinegar. Mm-hmm. And it's so delicious. And so that's kind of what these wings are all about. Is that like kind of a little bit of sour, a little bit of heat. Um, I'm picturing your kids eating these Betsy and being like, ooh, a little spicy. A little spicy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was one of those, like, they had, they did taste them, but it was, like, a little, like, whoa, hmm. <laughs> um, so no one had, like, a full meal of the wings, but it was mm. with leftovers and other stuff. I was, like, yeah. just eat what you want because mom wants the rest. Um, right. I love these. These are five out of five for me. Yeah, I'm giving it a five out of five too, Kate. I really liked these. Good, good choices so far on Chicken on the Grill. Let's head into our last recipe. Continue my streak. Yeah, your hot streak here. Authentic tandoori chicken by Kitchen at Hoskins. So tandoori chicken is absolutely one of my favorite takeout choices or when I go to get Indian food with naan. I mean, it's so good, you know, uh, it's just delicious. But I do not have a tandoori oven um, and probably never will, much to my dismay. Um, the grill is actually an expects thing, I think. And this is a pretty simple recipe. It is, however, a marinade. So brace yourself, people. <laughs> it's um, a yogurt marinade. So you got yogurt, vegetable oil, salt, garlic, ginger, lime juice, fenugreek leaves, coriander, and cayenne. And if you want color, you can add a natto, um, this the seeds again, or orange food coloring. Marinate at least overnight and grill until the internal temperature is 165 degrees. I kind of know how this went, Betsy. Yeah. So this particular outing here, I burned my chicken on the grill. And Summer. I know, you know, I'm sure everyone's burned chicken on the grill, but it just, it's so disappointing. Um, thankfully, I have made a really, really similar recipe to this already this summer <laughs> uh, in those Indian cooking classes we've been taking. Oh, right. Yes. And so I just recently made, she had a tandoori chicken and I looked up the recipe and it's pretty similar to this one. And when I did it correctly for that, and I didn't, you know, wander off and mm. burn, <laughs> burn my chicken, uh, it went really well and it was delicious and I loved it. Uh, I will say she said in that class, you can also add an eighth of a teaspoon of turmeric. Um, oh, great idea. Also for the coloring. And I, I guess I didn't know this, but she said that was similarly in Indian food. Turmeric is used um, as a coloring just as, as much as it is used for a flavoring. So I put that in for my nice chicken that, I, that I burned. But I will say I like this overall and I'm glad that it was my second time I made it because, um, mm. and, and I thought it was burned, but made it, ate it with ketchup and was like, this is fine, mom. This is really good. So, <laughs> you know, you did send me a picture of her just like going to town on the chicken. Uh -huh. like, it can't be that bad. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's fine, but it was not <laughs> fantastic. And I'll say that the yogurt marinade, it's made with Greek yogurt. It's pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty thick. And I was kind of like, I kind of did a little bit of a, like a, I wiped some of it off a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, um, cause otherwise it'd be kind of gloppy. Um, yeah, I, I actually only had a little bit of Greek yogurt left and then I used the rest of like my regular, like full fat yogurt stuff that, that oh, I okay. actually like, and that made it a little less, but it definitely was thick. So I think if you don't have Greek yogurt in the house, you could probably go with just regular yogurt. Um, and be fine. I think yogurt marinade is so great for chicken and, and meats because it all that lactic acid makes the protein so much more tender and, mm -hmm. and moist. So that's so good. Um, I used chicken breasts this time. Worked yeah. great. Um, bought some naan. Normally I'd be like, I'll just make some naan. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. 
hot streak. And I was like, oh no, I guess I could have grilled it. But the thought of even like grilling naan was just like, no, no, thank yeah. you. Um, you know, I wish I had made a cucumber salad on the side. But I'm yeah, really that would have been good. Yeah. And a lassi. I mean, I had a lot of wishes on this particular one, but the recipe was great. Five out of five. Yeah. I am also giving it a five out of five. Kate, what a great, um, what a great outcome here. Three really yeah, good recipes. Think we did, yeah. did okay. Did okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wrapping it up. My winner. I mean, I'm not going to pick my own recipe. That's ridiculous. But um, my winner out of the two would be the tandoori chicken. Loved that. Yeah, Kate, I was really going, I, I wrote down here my notes, tandoori chicken. But now I'm thinking, now that we went over how maybe we could make your reverse marinade into a platter salad. I'm super mm. into this idea. Yeah. Uh, and I think it might be that chicken because I think it's going to be really useful. Mm. And I love that big herby flavors in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, if any of these recipes sound good to you, including those wings, I mean, it's a tie. I don't even know. I think we're so good. Yeah, everything right. was good. Mm-hmm. Anywho, you can always make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. And if you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Just type that into Facebook and you can find us. And we'll talk a little bit about what we've been up to in there in the smorgasbord. Okay, Kate, smorgasbord for today. I am in a different Facebook group, Facebook group and people were talking about what sort of like ridiculous kitchen gadget did you buy but that you ended up using all of the time Mm. and you just sort of love, even though it's ridiculous. And I thought, what a fun question, first of all, and we're definitely going to do that this week in our Facebook group, because I would love to see what people say. Can't wait. And it was so funny to me because a bunch of people in this group are using this gadget called a Vidalia chop wizard, (laughs) which I had never heard of before. What? And I think it's because I don't really shop at Bed Bath & Beyond, which apparently this thing is located. <laughs> but it's one of these. Um, what does it do? Well, from what I can tell, you can really dice up like a whole potato or dice up an onion or dice. It's like a dicer kind of thing. Oh, are they just dicing a lot of things? I don't feel like I dice it. Maybe, maybe I do. Maybe a lot maybe of breakfast hashes, Kate. I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. Breakfast <laughs> 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 hashing it up. Yeah, with the Vidalia Chop Wizard. But I had never heard of this before, and I was surprised how many people jumped on that bandwagon. Uh, yeah, so I think mine is this Dash Egg Cooker countertop. And I got it at Target, because Target is selling now, or I think a lot of people are, but Dash is making these smaller appliances. Mm. They're little, like, most of them are under $15 and they're just like little things that you can countertop set on your countertop. And the egg one is just, I think you can cook maybe maybe six or eight eggs on it and you stand them up and you put the little top on. It looks like a little mini spaceship and you press the one button and it'll hard boil your eggs for you. You put a little water in the bottom and then when it's done, it makes this, it almost it's like a little song dinging song uh but then you can just it's like a nice way to not heat up the um stovetop yeah for the hard-boiled eggs and then i can make six or eight at a time and 
I just have been really, I thought it would be ridiculous. And I'm using that thing all the time. You do. I feel like you're always like, you're using that constantly. When you bought it, I was like, all right, enjoy your egg cooker. And then you're like, I will. (laughs) Yeah. And I sent one to mom and dad because I was like, this is super fun. And you might also want this little shortcut to hard boiled eggs. Uh, Anyways, what's yours, Kate? So mine is, you asked me this question. I was like, I don't know. I don't use anything weird, which of course I do. Um, And it was, it's the mini food processor that is attached to my hand blender. Okay. Tell me more about this. Thought I would use this. So um, it, my friend, my wonderful friend sent me a hand blender because my old one had died. And she's like, this is the one's the great one. I'm like, fantastic. It was so sweet of her. And it came with like, the a food processor attachment so if you think of like the bowl for a mini food processor right and then mm-hmm. you put the hand blender on top and that's your motor and there's a little blade oh. inside the little bowl mm-hmm. right so the hand blender is the motor on top and you just go geek geek and the thing just like food yeah you know yeah. and it is perfect for like a little serving of hummus the the marinade that we made um, any like small mini food processor task, it's really up to the job, which I was surprised. I was like, mm, this will not work. Like anything that's like this, you're like, mm, okay. And it really worked. I mean, it is the noisiest thing I have in my kitchen. Ah. It's it sound, it's terrible sound. I don't know what they did. <laughs> Make it, it's like the grinding kind of, but um, I love it. And I use it like once or twice a week. Nice. Gets the job done. Yeah, sure does. Okay, Kate. Also, we just wanted to thank everyone for making such a fantastic listener cook along episode. Loved it. We had such a fun time cooking along with everyone to Budget Bites. We had, gosh, like the stats we've got in the episode, but I just think we had so many people cooking so many recipes. And um, just had a blast. I think people were watching whatever, were seeing what everyone else is cooking and then maybe cooking that too. All sorts of things. It was really fun. Yeah. Thanks for making that really a great month. And Kate, we're going to kick off the next, the August cook along. We'll jump in the Facebook this week and start mm-hmm. to get that organized. So that'll be really fun. Yeah. What's up next? We don't know. We don't know. Don't guys. know. Gotta vote. Gotta vote. <laughs> All right. So coming up next week, speaking of things happening here, we're going on vacation. Yep. Kate, it says here in my script that you're, you're going to Maine. What's up with that? That seems like a, things like a bold move. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not like moving there. No, I'm going to go camping up in Maine, being with nature, you know, okay. a little bit, doing some bike riding, doing some hiking, um, socially distancing some friends of mine and, um, yeah, looking forward to it. That'll be fun. I will just be staycationing here with my family for the like third month in a row. Um, <laughs> be really great. I think we're on month five, Betsy. I, yeah. What oh, is well, you've been time? Three months. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. It's <laughs> Yay. Here we go. Uh, so that's what's for dinner. See you next time on the dinner sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. We've got show notes and other fun stuff on there. If you've got some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Maybe tell a friend on one of your Zoom calls, you know. Thanks and happy eating.
The Dinner Sisters podcast is a part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more Frolic podcasts at frolic.media backslash podcasts. Mm-hmm.